this is Crystal. And this is Kat. And we're both not sick anymore. I think we both sound pretty good. We're both not broken anymore. I wouldn't say that, but we're both... Well, that's true. We're both um, functioning closer to full capacity. Um, And welcome back to Alternative Interests. (laughs) I would say 99%. That's why I didn't say 100%. (laughs) Almost. Hopefully we'll be there soon. But welcome back. Yes. Yes. Uh, so this week we're actually going to try something new again because we're all about trying new things, apparently. Um, so we're starting kind of a new concept. And this won't be a, a regular thing. It'll be every now and then. It's going to be super sporadic. Um, but we're going to do kind of an ongoing series on various cryptids. And I have no idea what those are. <laughs> uh, yeah, you seemed really confused when... Uh, I'm still confused <laughs> as to what those are. So cryptozoology is kind of a pseudoscience. Uh, and it covers zool- so zoology, so it's creatures. Um, and these okay. are mythological or uh, otherwise unsubstantiated i suppose so things like bigfoot and the loch ness monster oh okay those are cryptids okay i mean bigfoot and loch ness monster are the ones that everyone always talks about um and i think by now our listeners know that we really like to do things that don't get covered a ton yeah So I chose a few cryptids, starting with the letter A, because we're doing the ABCs of cryptids. Um, And these are ones that I had never heard of before that I just thought were kind of interesting. Okay. Hit me with it. I'm excited. Cool. So the first one, and I'm going to warn everybody right now, these are from around the world, and I don't know how to pronounce them. (laughs) One of them I couldn't even find a pronunciation for. Like, oh gosh, I'm glad I'm not doing this. We all know it's how got I like am. apostrophes in it, and Ugh. we'll get there when we get there. That's when I would skip that one and look for the next one. Uh, I had already <laughs> skipped so many. Plus, plus, it was kind of interesting. So yeah, uh, the first one I found is called the Awitzot. Awitzot. We're, we're going to go with that. I watched a YouTube video with this guy. Literally, he just said it over and over and over. And we're going with that. It's the Awitzo. Awitzo. Okay. It is from Aztec and Mayan mythology. And it's actually named after one of the Aztec rulers. And uh, his name was Awitzo. Okay. When you're talking about the Aztec ruler... The name translates to water thorny, which that makes zero sense. But I mean, that's the literal translation. Okay. And so when you're talking about this creature, the Oitzo, the name translates to something more like spiny aquatic thing. Oh, okay. Like a, okay. Like a sharp fish. Uh, no, not no? this dude. Okay, okay. Uh, it's said to look like a small dog oh. with smooth black hair. Okay. Uh, some places say that it has streaks on his head. I couldn't find any photos of like said streaks on his head, so I don't know if that's like racing stripes or 
flames or what i don't know so, all right uh it has small ears and hands on each of its four legs oh so, not paws but like hands hands and i saw they were either like monkey hands or raccoon hands okay which is really creepy and being a dog-like creature some places actually also said it was rat-like so there's a very wide range of size for this dude. Uh, he has a tail, and at the end of his tail is another hand. Oh, gosh. I mean, useful, but no thank you. Yeah, so these guys, according to the folklore, are said to lure people to their deaths. Well, uh, they have so many hands, I'm sure they can like <laughs> easily do it. That and we we know that the Aztecs are known for some pretty gruesome things. Yeah. So, you know, I took a Mayan and Aztec like, uh, I don't know, class in college. And yeah, they there's some pretty, pretty harsh things going on there. Yeah. The first thing I always think of is like them playing soccer with people's heads. So <laughs> yes, yes. We, we talked about that in that class. Oh. Yeah. Um, so these guys, the Awitso, are linked closely to rain gods, and they're said to be protectors of bodies of water, which kind of goes with their name and their namesake. There are two very different reasons that these dudes will kill you. Okay. And they're on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So on the one hand, if the rain gods like you so much that they want you to come live in paradise with them. They'll have an Awitsot kill you so that you can come hang out with them because they like your company. That doesn't seem like much of a compliment, though, to, like, <laughs> kill you. And how do you know if they like you? I guess you'll die, right? I guess. Okay. On the other hand, I didn't see anything specific. It said if you owned, quote, unquote, precious stones. So maybe money? Something I was thinking was... more like jewels. Okay. Okay. Apparently the gods don't want humans owning any of those things. So they'll kill you out of rage. Well, how do you know when you're dying, if they're killing you because they like you or you don't like you, I guess where you end up. Right. I, I suppose, but in the end you're dying either way. So it's not pleasant. Yeah, exactly. Um, apparently... One of the articles I was reading was like, there haven't been any reports of them l killing anyone in recent years. I was like, man, they're not very good hunters. <laughs> but yeah, so they need to step here, up their game. Theoretically, if they were efficient or maybe the rain gods just don't care about they don't want to spend time with us and they've given up on the precious stones. Yeah. So what they will do is they'll lure you to water. And okay. they like to hang out just below the surface, really close to the banks. And they'll use two methods to lure you. One of them is that they'll make all the fish and frogs in the water jump around. So that as a fisherman, you're like, hey, there's a lot of good food in that, okay. that lake over there. And you'll walk over and that's how they get you over one way. Or if they have not killed in a long time they get forlorn as hell and they'll cry like a baby like a human baby 
And this is why I don't help people or go around streams when there are fish or frogs jumping or fish for that matter. Holy moly. Yeah. So either of those two methods, they'll get you to come to the water's edge. And when you're close enough, that tail with the hand will grab you and just drag you in and drown you. Jeez. And then once they have you in the water... I don't know how they do this, but they will have the water create a tempest with huge crashing waves, white foam spraying everywhere. And after a couple of days, the body will wash up on shore. And uh-huh. the way you know that it's the Uitsot that killed them is that they won't have eyes, teeth, or nails. Ew. Gross. <laughs> that, uh, But like... These do, they're like waste not want not dude. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot more to a body than teeth, eyes, and nails. Well, and then they're leaving the head, so because the soccer game next Sunday <laughs> can be used, <laughs> and it doesn't need eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't you That's want gross. the eyes in there? I don't know. Not um, when you're playing soccer. You don't want the eyes in there. Does it make it more aerodynamic though? If the eyes are in, I would think like your toes would get stuck in the sockets. Then you got to like shake it off. And oh, yeah, because they were barefoot, weren't they? It's not like they had like they were running around with Nikes. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) okay. Um, so if you were thought like this dead body, if you were thought to have been killed by an Awitso, only a priest could touch you and deal with your body. Makes sense. I'm not going to touch it. If anyone else touched you, then they everything is about twos in this. There are two fates that befall these people that touch a body that has been killed by an Oitzo. Either you're the next victim or you'll get gout. <laughs> well, now I know what to tell everybody who I know that has gout. Ooh. Did, did you, you touch someone who did you touch a little dog that had five hands and uh, <laughs> and was crying like a baby? Huh? Like, did you were you involved in any of that? Well, right. that's why you have gout. It isn't the rich food you're eating or <laughs> something else that so peep the families of people who would be killed by an Oitsot were so afraid that they might be next that oftentimes they would go extended periods without bathing or only doing like the bare minimum bathing because they were afraid they were going to be killed next. Jeez. Yes. That's gross. So every article I read said that these guys are known to be around like Texcoco. Okay. Did I pronounce that right? I have no it's idea. In, Sounds good to me. It's in the Mexico Valley. Yeah. I'm going to give you an A on that. <laughs> okay. uh, I couldn't find any actual reports of sightings. There is one YouTube video of a guy who, like, you know how um, uh, augmented reality software that, like, you can take an Ikea chair and see how it looks in your room? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he took, like... <laughs> and, uh, an AR of like, photoshopped in a Witsu. It was a gorilla. Oh gosh! It was a very white, ghostly gorilla, and he was like, 
It was bad. And so I, I have to- not seen any legitimate sightings of this guy. Interesting. Except there was one that caught my attention, and that was, um, you know, in early European history, they were just sailing out and planting their flags wherever they felt like it and calling it theirs. Yeah. Uh, the conquistador Hernan Cortez reported that his men were killed by an Awitzot. Oh. Like, he told the king that his men were killed by one of these guys. Jeez. I thought that was interesting. Did he, I hope he didn't touch it. I hope he didn't touch it. Oh, well, I think he made it back to, uh, it, I think it may have been Spain. I don't With remember. a horrible case of gout, probably. <laughs> <laughs> At least he wasn't drowned. That's true. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, so that was the Awitzot. Okay. Interesting little guy. so You're trying to make a pun. Yeah, I can't. so it's... It reminds you of The Lion King, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Turn it. I could like hear you say I know you could hear my 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 brain moving yep okay up next yep up next um actually speaking of sailing because this is a I've noticed there's a lot of water um I think all of mine that I chose today have something to do with water oh okay I'm not afraid of open water or swimming or anything like that yeah I'm starting to understand why people are afraid of water I, I'm not afraid of swimming. I'm not afraid of water. I don't know how I would feel if you dropped me in the middle of the ocean at night. I probably I'm a, wouldn't be very appreciative. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. Just if I'm not able to see what's around me, maybe I don't like that. Yeah. But like there's some people where even the thought of that will give them panic attacks. Yeah, that's true. No, not I me. Just, I, I just, don't have that. Yeah. So anyway, the next guy we have, their name, because I think a lot of places refer to it as female, but some places call it male. Okay. The, it is called the Akoro Kamui. Okay. And this is Japanese in origin from the Hokkaido area. And there are actually people to this day in the Shinto religion uh-huh. who pray to this as a deity. Oh, which is very, very interesting. I don't know much about Shintoism. I don't. I know nothing about it. I know. I did like the barest amount of research just so I could kind of understand what the word meant. Okay. They believe. I mean, I really hope I don't offend anyone making this comparison because it's the first thing that comes to mind. But, you know, in uh, the Disney movie Pocahontas. Yeah. Where she's singing Colors of the Wind and she talks about how every rock and tree and creature has a spirit. Yeah. That's kind of what they believe. They believe that um, there are, they call them kami. And these are the spiritual deities that they uh, worship or make offerings to. And these are tied to various nature elements or sometimes dead people. Oh, so the Akoro Kamui is regarded as a minor kami to um, the Shinto a what? believers. Um, a what? Kami. That's I what just, they call it. Yeah, that's uh, the their name for deities is uh, kami. No, 
not like a communist? No, it's a K A M I. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just realized that you're sitting there like you like a communist. A commie? No. <laughs> uh, so the Akoro Kamui is octopus-like. Okay. And I actually saw one place compare it to the Nordic Kraken. Oh. So very, 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 very large. Okay. They can reach up to 120 meters, which is uh, uh, just under 400 feet long, which, man, that's a quarter of a mile, I think. That's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're described as strikingly red, like so red that sometimes when you see them in the ocean, they appear to glow the way that like a sunset glows on the water. Oh, that's kind of pretty, though. Maybe. I mean, if you're not scared of it. Yeah, if you're not scared of it. Yeah. Um, I'll get into that later. Yeah. There are some people scared of it. Uh and like I said before, it's local to the Hokkaido area, and it's known to lurk in the Uchiura Bay. I probably pronounced that wrong. Sorry. So in the Shinto religion, Shinto religion, these kami that they worship, it is very normal for people to have individual or family shrines for them. Oh. It's very interesting. Do they do that because... For protection or because... So you know there's what I'm a lot saying? of reasons, actually. So they'll have these shrines for these deities as a way to foster goodwill between the deity and the human. Oh, and okay. as a result, the deity will bestow gifts and blessings on the oh, people. okay. So for the Akoro Kamui, some of the gifts that it likes to receive, um, obviously it's a sea creature. So it likes like crabfish and mollusks. Are actually some of its favorite things. Okay. Another aspect of it is that very similar to some octopus species, it's known to self-amputate and self-heal. Oh. So this has actually led people like the Shinto believers to believe that the gifts that a Koko, a a coral Kamui will bestow on you are healing powers. So most specifically for things involving skin, broken limbs, and disfiguration. Oh. So um, I found one origin story because I couldn't find any like origin stories because uh-huh. most deities have a story of how they came to be. Yeah. I found one. It said that I won't read the whole thing because it has a lot of details in there that I mean, no one knows the cities that I'm talking yeah, about, so yeah. I'm just not going to include them. Yeah, um, so it's that there was a small village that was being terrorized by a giant spider that lived in the mountains above the village. Uh-huh. One day, this spider came down and started attacking the people. So the people start praying to the gods to save them from this giant spider. Yeah. The sea god is the one that heard their cries and decided to help them, so... The sea god pulled the spider down into the water where it transformed into the giant octopus known as the Akoro Kamui. Uh And then it took over the bay as the god of the bay. Oh. So there are actually some stories of ships being pulled into the sea because they sailed too close to where it was. Very similar to Kraken stories. Yeah, yeah. And those stories make the most sense with this origin story because 
a terrorizing spider would, of course, turn into a terrorizing octopus. I hate spiders. So I mentioned the red color of this. Mm -hmm. And some of the stories said that sailors would deliberately try and avoid the water if the sea and sky were red. And this reminded me of that uh, old adage that says uh, red sky at morning sailor take warning. Oh, and I don't that's not the origin of it because there's actually many origins of that saying. But uh-huh. it just it reminded me of that. That like there there has to be a connection there somehow. Yeah. The, yeah. And what is it? Red sky at night. Sailor's afternoon delight. delight. Oh, sailor's delight. Not it's always about delight. sailors because it's about water and it's actually about um afternoon delight. Weather fronts <laughs> and like air pressure and stuff and weather okay. storms were coming or going based you know, on I love origin stories. Well, especially in Greek mythology, like the those origin stories I really like, but anyways. Yeah. Entertaining. Yeah, so that was our second guy. Okay. Which um is interesting. I didn't realize that there were, and I'll have to look into this more, maybe not for the podcast because it doesn't really fit our theme, but like the Shinto beliefs about these different kami that they worship. It's very interesting. Huh. So the next one has a very silly name and admittedly that's one of the reasons I chose it. And it's called the Altamahaha. The Altamahaha. So this originates from the Altamaha River in Georgia. Um, Georgia in the United States, not Georgia in Europe. And there's a sea monster that is referred to as the Alta Mahaha or Alti for short. Okay. So Alti is said to have the body of a sturgeon with a crocodile's mouth. It is dark gray. It has flippers for front fins, no back fins, and it swims like a dolphin. So, like, the way that dolphins kind of lead with their head. Uh Uh-huh. That's how this dude swims. And most sightings report it at 20 to 30 feet long. Whoa. But there are reports of it being much longer or much shorter, which leads some people to believe that there are actually multiple of this guy. Okay. So, the area where the Altamaha River empties into the Atlantic Ocean is actually more of like a series of tributaries and small islands. It's not just a straight shot from the river to the ocean. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot of waterways around there and that is where Alti is said to live. Oh, interesting. So this is actually this creature, the stories originate with the Lower Muskegee R- Creek tribe. Oh. And they're local to that area of Georgia. Okay. So the first reported sighting by a non-native inhabitant of that area was in 1830. This is a very old story. And uh, so in 1830, there was a schooner captain who was sailing along one of these rivers through a tributary. And him and five of his crew members reported seeing a 70-foot-long creature with a face that kind of resembled an alligator. And it was a gunmetal gray color. Did he get pictures? In 1830? (laughs) Pictures or it didn't happen. (laughs) Actually, it's funny you say that. Because there, in all the history of this guy, there have been no solid 
like no solid Proof. evidence that this thing exists. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. How do you how do these people even how how do we even believe it if they're just saying it and there's no real proof? Because there's been so many reports since 1830 up until even as recently as 2018 of people seeing this thing and they all describe it very similarly. That's just that's just weird. Right. So people describe it as swimming. One person reported it as like the largest eel he had ever seen. Um, but they're all very, very similar in nature, the way that they're described. Uh-huh. And sometimes they're seen like sunbathing on the banks of these islands and rivulets. So in 2018, there was actually a photo and a video that surfaced of what appeared to be a deceased Alta Mahaha. And this was given to a local news station. The local news station thought there was something a little weird about this. Yeah. It was given to them by a man named Jeff Warren. And people kind of went nuts over this because they were like, man, we finally have evidence that like Alti is real. Yeah. So the news station dug into it and they tried to track down Jeff, who was the one who gave the photo. And it turned out that it was probably a fake name because oh. the only Jeff Warren that they could find was not the person that gave them the photo. Oh. Yeah, I guess they had talked to him on the phone. And when they got this Jeff Warren on the phone, it was not the same person that they had originally talked to. Well, I wonder why. Right. So they decide to dig even deeper. And they're like, okay, so if this is fake, if it's a hoax, who would do this? And they're like, well, it has to be someone who would benefit from this story somehow. Uh-huh. And they figure out that there's a book that recently launched about the Altamahaha called River Kings. Oh. So they tracked down the author, whose name is Taylor Brown, and they did an interview with him. And he denied doing it. He was like, man, I wish I had thought of this. It would have been so cool. By the way, I was in the area when it was found, but it wasn't me. <laughs> and they were like, it, it's a little coincidental don't you think and he was like yeah sure is <laughs> yeah sure is <laughs> and I guess even his um even his editor was like hey I heard you were down in that area when this ha like what were you doing down there and he, I guess he was covering some motorcycle show or something uh-huh which is like a really thin alibi to me yeah covering a motorcycle show but, you know, later in 2018, um, the article I found was from September. Oh. There was a performance artist named Zardulu who took credit for it. And uh, she actually said that it was a taxidermied shark with paper mache bits added on to it to make it look like the description of and, the Ultima Haha. And then who made that? Zardulu did. With paper mache? Yeah. So I had no idea who this was. I was like, that's a weird name. Turns out she's very similar to Banksy. Like, you know how no one knows who oh, Banksy is? Oh, I love Banksy. Yeah. So no one knows who Zardulu is. And she's responsible for a lot of viral hoaxes. So do you remember the viral video that went around? Because this is the one I remember. 
of the rat that was dragging a whole ass slice of pizza. Yeah, that, that wasn't was, real. That was Zardulu. That wasn't real? No. Oh, I totally bought that one. I did too. I remember. I thought like, that was totally real. I know. I remember seeing it and I was like, yeah, I saw the, like, I've been to New York and I saw the rat. I'm like, I'd believe it. Yeah. So she was responsible for that. She was responsible for a three-eyed catfish. Um, and then there was another video of um, a raccoon riding on the back of a crocodile. That was a video. That was her, too. I don't remember that one. I do. Oh, I'm going to have to look her up. That's interesting. Yeah, and no one knows who she is. And this is just performance art that she does. Interesting. Yeah, so she took uh, credit for the hoax of Alti. Oh, so that that one, it started out with me going, Haha, funny name. And like it actually turned into something really, to really something, interesting. something, yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah. I like that one. So this last one, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's It's got like a lot. It, it's a lot of extra letters. So <sighs> his name is Aragana Kluta'a. <laughs> Why'd you even do this? Because <laughs> he's kind of interesting. Um, his name translates to father of snakes. So that's what I'm going to call him. Oh, I don't think I like him already. Uh, so he comes from uh, Argentinian folklore of the Toba people. Uh-huh. Like I said, he's known as the father of snakes and female versions are known as the mother of snakes. Okay. And they control every snake in the world. All right. Uh, themselves, they're, they look like a large multicolored snake, kind of like a rainbow snake, uh-huh. uh, with spikes on the sides. And their tail is two hooks. And Ew. the hooks are used for prey. It Ew. also has a red crest on its head. That is um, another word that I can't pronounce. And that's how you know that apparently this is a a level of deity. I don't know how like major or minor it is, but that's uh-huh. how it it you know what it is, and okay. not just some giant flashy snake. Um, they're also associated again with water and rainbows and storms, so more okay. water. Usually, they like to live in rivers or like deep caves near rivers, but really they can be found anywhere. All right. And then everything I said about their appearance, you can throw out the door because they're also shapeshifters. They're also shapeshifters. <laughs> yes. Um, and wh- so they the can art- look like anything. Yes. Uh, their typical things they change into when they are not a colorful snake is a four-legged snake. <laughs> which originally, when I was researching, that's this, so weird. Like, when they're not a typical snake, they could be a four-legged snake. I was like, "What the fuck is a four-legged snake?" So I, it, it just kind of hit me that maybe they're talking about salamanders or an axolotl. Because yeah. originally, I was trying to picture like, like a snake with like noodly legs. I was like, "How the hell does he exist?" But the a salamander makes much more sense now that I'm rational. Well, yeah. Um, they also will appear as a ray with a colorful neck. An array is very similar to like an emu. Uh-huh. They're a big, uh, very large bird. 
Um, they'll also appear as humans in really nice business attire. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, like they say, you know how like business, they call like snakes. Like he's oh. a real snake. Maybe that's where that, maybe that came from. I mean, the, you call lots of people snakes, but. Oh, well, that, I guess that's true. Um, Just trying to relate here, Crystal. Make connections. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, no matter what form this guy takes, his red crest will always be visible so that you know what he is. What, it, what he is. Okay. Yeah. So just always look for the red crest. Yes. Dead um, They will... They'll punish people who desecrate nature or persecute snakes. Of course, persecute snakes because that's their children. Like, if people are messing with your kids, of course, you're going to well, punish yeah, them. yeah, you're going to do something. But they'll reward people that they find worthy. And I couldn't find anywhere that said what makes you worthy to the father of snakes. Yeah. I don't know. Do Be a good human, I suppose. Like, yeah. I guess. Don't be mean. Don't be an asshole. It's significant that they like to shapeshift into humans in business attire because they actually apparently really enjoy human conversation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I think that's why they'll transform into human in business attire, because why wouldn't you have an intellectual stimulating conversation with this nice man with a a red crest? I don't know. That just whatever. Yeah. Uh, So one story, and this was completely random. It was like a line in one of the articles I read and there was no like preamble to it. It was just like, oh, yeah, there's this one time when there was a hunter that treated him with respect. So the father of snakes promised him that he would always have what he needed. And then he gave him the gift of healing. Oh. And then like that was the end of the article. And I was like, that's. Did you just not know how to end your article? But <laughs> and that was it. Boom. Done. Yeah. But I think that's nice. So that's that's an example of like someone he found worthy. He gave him the gift of healing. So he probably yeah. went back to his village and he was like the shaman. Yeah. No, that's nice. Yeah. So that was the last guy. His name starts with an A. But I just can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. There's a surprising lack of cryptids that start with the letter A. I'm going to say, I don't know how I feel about crypt. You can take this out. I don't know how I feel about cryptids. I think they're interesting. Like I maybe for me, like if it doesn't involve killing, I. Some people are like that. Yeah. What does that say about me, though? But that's why some stuff like the um, the Japanese one where it actually, like, swallows ships whole. Those are kind of fun. Yeah, but th- see, you know why? I think because I don't believe any of this. Oh, really? Like, to me, this is all just, like, mythical creatures. Because they are. Because they are. Yeah. And maybe that's what I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just me. I like them. I think they're interesting. Mm. Well, um, you know what? That's where we differ. <laughs> that's okay. We're allowed to be different. No, it is okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like cryptids. Okay. 
That's okay. Oh, my, I feel bad, though. Why do I feel bad that I don't like them? Because we're... I was waiting for them to, like, kidnap think, a kid and then sodomize I think it. I didn't know what they were. Yeah, and maybe that's my deal. And maybe right when now. we get to C's and we talk about changelings, then, like, you'll like those because they kidnap children. Oh, yes. Oh, that's what that movie was called from Angelina Jolie, The Changeling. I've Did you ever see that movie? It. Oh, it's a long time ago because it's about that case from a long time ago in like the 1940s where this kid gets kidnapped in San Francisco. And this was right about the time where like phones were coming out, like just the cord phones where you had to connect through an operator. But anyways, the police were like, we need to uh, do something to like, up morale and um, improve our image. So uh, let's say we found the kid. So they're like, we found your kid. And they just brought in a totally different kid. Really? That was not the air kid and totally tried to pass it off on her like her kid. And she's like, this isn't my fucking kid. And like, this is a real story, right? Yes, it's based on a real story. And they're like, no, it is. And she's like, no, it's not. And she was trying to tell newspapers, this isn't I my kid. I remember this, yeah. So then the police tried to gaslight her and they're like she's crazy this is her kid there's obviously yeah. something wrong with her we're the good guys she's the bad guy i can't believe she doesn't love her kid anymore like it i mean was... that's not what a changeling is but no but that's what the movie is called the changeling because they like it's similar concept. yeah anyways yeah. anyway so. Anyhow. It's your turn next week, and I'll just tell you how much I hate your topic. <laughs> See, don't don't edo me on this. All right, I'm not saying I hated it. I am just saying I I it's I, okay. I'm not offended. <laughs> they're not for everyone, honestly, and I know that some not. listeners won't want to listen to it because yeah. not everybody likes this stuff. But I love this stuff with like the creatures oh. and origin stories, and especially like the the haha dude, um, Alti. <laughs> that sounds like the worst name for a kid. The haha <laughs> That's the name of the uh, smiley face killer. He's, he's not the, the smiley ha -ha face dude. killer. He's anymore. not. He's, he's the haha ha -ha dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, right. if if it, um, most of the listeners don't like this kind of stuff, then we can make it a bonus episode and not a regular episode. Because I still want to do this. I, I want to hear from the people who <laughs> enjoy. I want someone to say. Fuck off, cat. I love the cryptids. And then I'll just shut up and be quiet. But Julie, I'm calling on you. <laughs> I don't even think Julie will like the cryptids. And she's like, she likes, I don't know. Would Julie like this? I don't know. I don't that know. should be our, that should be the preface for every episode. Does Julie like this? <laughs> then she'll I'm not going to base my life off Julie. Base I base my life off Julie. <laughs> yeah, it can't be both of us. <laughs> anyway. oh man. well i'm glad you enjoy cryptids and everybody else can let us know how they feel about yeah. it yeah i would like to know <laughs> um but you know we will see you next week note. when you talk about <laughs> you're gonna tell me how much you hate murder? it I don't, I you know, know what, what I'm going to fucking do? I'm going to throw in a little cryptid in there. Just <laughs> <laughs> And then there was a ghost who drifted through the room. 
which was known as a cryptid. Then <laughs> I'll tell you the origin story. Oh, man. We're done. Oh, We're done. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Not this, me. I'm just a horrible person. Anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you. At least I, you know what? I did learn something. Good. That I can't pronounce things just as bad as you. And that I don't like cryptids. So, anyways, yeah. okay. <laughs> so you learned something. This was a, a good. Experience this was informative. For <laughs> Not you. <laughs> we'll see everyone uh, next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Cat <laughs> and I are so grateful for all of our listeners, and we love hearing from you guys. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Alternative Interest Podcast, and let us know your thoughts on this week's case. We want to cover the things that you guys want to hear, so please email us your case suggestions at alternativeinterestpodcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for listening and sharing us with your friends. Be good to each other, and we'll see you next week.